Good morning, everyone, and welcome to our daily reading conference call on A Course in Miracles, Original Edition. We read from the text of A Course in Miracles, Original Edition, which is published by our dear friends at the Course in Miracles Society. You can access an online copy of the original edition by going on the Internet to jcin.net, where if you mouse over the link at top for the original edition, you will see the link to read ACIMOE. On that same drop-down menu, there is a link to subscribe to a great daily email sent to you by the Course in Miracles Society, which contains both the workbook lesson and the text reading for the day. My name is Lemoyne Castle, and this call happens for and with you every weekday morning, Monday through Friday, from about 9.20 to about 11 a.m. Eastern Time. That's the recorded portion. There is an after call for about another hour. Sharing on text. And lesson. Today we are starting our reading of chapter 30, the new beginning, with the introduction and rules for decision. And at the top of the hour, we'll pause for remembrance of our lesson for the day. Today is lesson 314. I seek a future different from the past. And, Lori, do you have uh, another opening to offer us? Do you do not every day? I, I do, Lemoyne. And this is a little different, but you will recognize it. The Holy Spirit is the way in which God's will can be done on earth as it is in heaven. Both heaven and earth are in you because the call of both is in your will and therefore in your mind. The voice for God comes from your own altars to him. These altars are not things, they are devotions. Your divided devotion has given you two voices and you must choose at which altar you will serve. The call you answer now is an evaluation because it is a decision. The decision itself is very simple. The communication link which God himself placed within you, joining your minds with his, cannot be broken. You may believe you want it broken, and this belief does interfere with the deep peace in which the sweet and constant communication which God would share with you is known. Peace will be yours because his peace flows to you from him whose will is peace. You have it now. The Holy Spirit will teach you how to use it and by projecting it to learn that it is in you. Amen. Thank you, Lori. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you, Lori. All right. Okay. With us in 
reading this morning. I have Fran, Diana, Lori, Harrison, Micah, and with us in listening, I have Lana, Robin Marie, Rod, and Ida. Is there anyone else who has joined who would like to read or say good morning? Yes. This is Jessica, and I can read. Thank you. Thank you, Jessica. And Lemoyne Yvonne is here. I can read, too, if you need a reader. Great, Yvonne. Wendy's here listening. Thank you, Wendy. Anyone else? All right. Well, um, today's reading is a little bit irregular. I'm going to ask people to read more than one paragraph because there's 32, but a lot of them are quite short. So uh, just bear with me, and uh, and I will I will. Yeah, give you a guideline on what's great. <laughs> All right, I'll get us started now with the uh, <clears throat> the introduction and paragraph one of chapter thirty, the new beginning, the introduction, paragraph one. The new beginning now becomes the focus of the curriculum. The goal is clear, but now you need specific methods for attaining it. The speed by which it can be reached depends on one thing alone, your willingness to practice every step. Each one will help a little every time it is attempted. And together will these steps lead you from dreams of judgment to forgiving dreams and out of pain and fear. They are not new to you, but they are more ideas than rules of thought to you as yet. So now we need to practice them a while until they are the rules by which you live. We seek to make them habits now so you will have them ready for whatever need. And... uh, Fran, would you read uh, paragraph one and then roll into section two and read paragraph two? Sure. Chapter 30, The New Beginning, first section, introduction. The new beginning now becomes the focus of the curriculum. The goal is clear, but now you need specific methods for attaining it. The speed by which it can be reached depends on this one thing alone, your willingness to practice every step. Each one will help a little every time it is attempted, and together will these steps lead you from dreams of judgment to forgiving dreams and out of pain and fear. They are not new to you, but they are more ideas than rules of thought to you as yet. So now we need to practice them a while, 
until they are the rules by which you live. We seek to make them habits now, so you will have them ready for whatever need. Section 2, Rules for Decision, Paragraph 2. Decisions are continuous. You do not always know when you are making them, but with a little practice with the ones you recognize, a set begins to form which sees you through the rest. It is not wise to let yourself become preoccupied with every step you take. The proper set, adopted consciously each time you wake, will put you well ahead. And if you find resistance strong and dedication weak, you are not ready. Do not fight yourself. But think about the kind of day you want and tell yourself there is a way in which this very day can happen just like that. Then try again to have the day you want. Thank you, Brian. And Diana, would you read two paragraphs, two through five? Hi, Diana. Thanks, Lamoine. Um, number two, rules for decision. Two, decisions are continuous. You do not always know when you are making them, but with a little practice with the ones you recognize, a set begins to form which sees you through the rest. It is not wise to let yourself become preoccupied with every step you take. The proper set adopted consciously each time you awake will put you well ahead. And if you find resistance strong and dedication weak, you are not ready. Do not fight yourself, but think about the kind of day you want and tell yourself there is a way in which this very day can happen just like that. Then try again to have the day you want. The outlook starts with this. Number four, today I will make no decisions by myself. Number five, this means that you are choosing not to be the judge of what you do, but it must also mean you will not judge the situations where you will be called upon to make response. For if you judge them, you have set the rules for how you should react to them. And then another answer cannot be produced, confusion and uncertainty and fear. Thank you. Thank you, Diana. <clears throat> and Lori, would you... Uh start uh, into read uh, at least with do not fight yourself or as much as you want and then read down through six you bet so beginning with this think about the kind of day you want and tell yourself this is a way in which this very day can happen just like that then try again to have the day you want the outlook starts with this Rule number one, today I will make no decision by myself. This means that you are choosing not to be the judge of what you do, but it also means 
but it must also mean you will not judge the situations where you are called upon to make response. For if you judge them, you have set the rules for how you should react to them. And then another answer cannot but produce confusion and uncertainty and fear. This is your major problem now. You still make up your mind and then decide to ask what you should do. And what you hear may not resolve the problem as you saw it first. This leads to fear because it contradicts what you perceive and so you feel attacked and therefore angry. There are rules by which this will not happen, but it does occur at first while you are learning how to hear. Thank you, thank you, Lord. <coughs> um, did you read paragraph six through nine? Paragraph six. This is your major problem now. You still make up your mind and then decide to ask what you should do. And what you hear may not resolve the problem as you saw it first. This leads to fear because it contradicts what you perceive and so you feel attacked and therefore angry. There are rules by which this will not happen, but it does occur at first while you are learning how to hear. Uh, seven. Throughout your day, at any time you think of it and have a quiet moment for reflection, tell yourself again the kind of day you want, the feelings you would have, the things you want to happen to you and the things you would experience and say, if I make no decision by myself, this is a day that will be forgiven, will be given me. Should I stop there? Oops, no. So, uh, please continue with 9 and 10. Read 9 as well. Um, yes. Okay. Uh, yes, just 9. Just 9. These two procedures, practice well, will serve to let you be directed without fear. For opposition will not first arise and then become a problem in itself. Thank you, Harrison. And Micah, would you read 7 through 10? Okay. 7. Throughout the day, at any time you think of it and have a quiet moment for reflection, tell yourself again, the kind of day you want, the feelings you would have, 
the things you want to happen to you and the things you would experience and say, if I make no decisions by myself, this is the day that will be given me. Nine, these two procedures, practice well, will serve to let you be directed without fear, for opposition will not first arise and then become a problem in itself. And But there will still be times when you have judged already. Now the answer will provoke attack unless you quickly straighten out your mind who want an answer that will work. Be certain this has happened if you feel yourself unwilling to sit by and ask to have the answer given you. This means you have decided by yourself and cannot see the question. Now you need a quick restorative before you ask. Thank you, Michael. Uh-huh. Jessica, would you read 10 through 13? <clears throat> yes, I will. Okay. Uh, oops. I just lost it. Hold on a second. I have to get it back. Those fingers, boy, they can really do things fast. <laughs> okay. You said 9 through 13? Um, I said 10 through 13. Oh, 10 through 13. Okay. Thank you. Okay, 10. But there will still be times when you have judged already. Now the answer will provoke attack unless you quickly straighten out your mind to want an answer that will work. Be certain this has happened if you feel yourself unwilling to sit by and ask to have the answer given you. This means you have decided by yourself and cannot see the question. Now you need a quick restorative before you ask. Remember once again the day you want and recognize that something has occurred which is not part of it. Then realize that you have asked a question by yourself and must have set an answer in your turn. Then say, I have no question. I forgot what to decide. 13. This cancels out the terms which you have set and lets the answer show you what the question must have really been. Thank you, Jessica. And Yvonne, would you read uh, um, 11 through 14, all of Rule 3 there? Okay, thank you, Lemoyne. 11 through 14. Okay, yeah, that's Rule 3, right? Remember once again the day you want and recognize that something has occurred which is not part of it. Then realize that you have asked a question by yourself. And must, have sent an, and must have said an answer in your turn. Then say, I have no question. I forgot what to decide. 
This cancels out the terms which you have said and lets the answer show you what the question must have really been. Try to observe this rule without delay, despite your opposition. For you have already gotten angry, and your fear of being answered in a different way from what your version of the question asks will gain momentum until you believe the day you want is one in which you get your answer to your question. And you will not get it, for it will destroy the day by robbing you of what you really want. This can be very hard to realize when once you have decided by yourself the rules which promise you a happy day. Yet this decision still can be undone by simple methods which you can accept. Thank you, Pat. Thank you, Yvonne. And uh, is there a new reader who would like to continue with uh, paragraphs 14 through 17? Good morning, Karen. I could do that. <laughs> Go ahead, Karen. Okay, yeah, Karen, 14 through 17. Thank you. 14, try to observe this rule without delay, despite your opposition. For you have already gotten angry, and your fear of being answered in a different way from what your version of the question asks will gain momentum until you believe the day you want is one in which you get your answer to your question. And you will not get it, for it would destroy the day by robbing you of what you really want. This can be very hard to realize when once you have decided by yourself the rules which promise you a happy day. Yet this decision still can be undone by simple methods which you can accept. Fifteen. Uh... Rule number four, if you are so unwilling to receive, you cannot even let your question go, you can be, begin to change your mind with this. At least I can decide I do not like what I feel now. Up there. One more. This much is obvious and paves the way for the next easy step. Thank you, Karen. And Robin Marie, would you read the 15 through 20? Sure. If you are so unwilling to receive, you cannot even let your question go. You can begin to change your mind with this. At least I can decide I do not like what I feel now. This, this much is obvious and paves the way for the next easy step. 18. Rule number five. Having decided what you do not like the, oh, having decided that you do not like the way you feel, what could be easier than to continue with? And so I hope I have been wrong. 
Should I keep going? One more. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> and so I hope I have been wrong. This works against the sense of opposition and reminds you that help is not being thrust upon you, but is something that you want and that you need because you do not like the way you feel. This tiny opening will be enough to let you go ahead with just a few more steps. You need to let yourself be helped. Thank you, Robin Murray. And is there another new another new reader for 20 and 21? Well, 19 through 20. Yes. Oh. Um. <clears throat> okay, Ida. Okay. I'm not sure if somebody else was, was going first. Okay, thanks. Um, 20. This works against the sense of opposition and remind you that help is not being thrust upon you, but it's something that you want and that you need because you do not like the way you feel. This tiny opening will be enough to let you go ahead with just a few more steps you need to let yourself be helped. 21. Now that you have reached the turning point because it has occurred to you that you will gain if what you have decided is not so. Until this point is reached, you will believe your happiness depends on being right. But this much reason has you now attained. You would be better off if you were wrong. Thank you, Ida. You're welcome. Is there another new reader for... 21 through 23. This is Sandra. I can read. All right. Now you have reached the turning point because it has occurred to you that you will gain if what you have decided is not so. Until this point is reached, you will believe your happiness depends on being right. But this much reason have you not attained? You would be better off if you were wrong. Rule number six. This tiny grain of wisdom will suffice to take you further. You are not coerced, but merely hope to get a thing you want. And you can say in perfect honesty, I want another way to look at this. Thank you, Sandra. And is there another new reader for... Twenty-two 
I can read it. It's Wendy. Thank you, Wendy. 23. I want another way to look at this. 24. Now you have changed your mind about the day and have remembered what you really want. Its purpose has no longer been obscured by the insane belief you want it for the goal of being right when you are wrong. Thus is the readiness for asking brought to your awareness, for you cannot be in conflict when you ask for what you want and see that it is this for which you ask. Keep going. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Rule number seven, paragraph 25. This final step is but acknowledgement of lack of opposition to be helped. It is a statement of an open mind, not certain yet, but willing to be shown. Paragraph 26. Perhaps there is another way to look at this. What can I lose by asking? Thank you, Wendy. Thank you all for bearing with me here. Um, We have another new reader for paragraphs 25 through 28. Another new reader, 25 through 28. Okay, back to you, Fran. Rule number seven. This final step is but acknowledgement of lack of opposition to be helped. It is a statement of an open mind, not certain yet, but willing to be shown. Perhaps there is another way to look at this. What can I lose by asking? Thus, you now can ask the question that makes sense. And so the answer will make sense as well. Nor will you fight against it, for you see that it is you who will be helped by it. Did you say through 28? I forgot. Um, Yes, please. Okay. 28. It must be clear that it is easier to have a happy day if you prevent unhappiness from entering at all. But this takes practice in the rules, which will protect you from the ravages of fear. When this has been achieved, the sorry dream of judgment has forever been undone. But meanwhile, you have need for practicing the rules for its undoing. Let us then consider once again the very first of the decisions which you which are offered here. Thank you, Brian. And Diana, would you read the... Uh... 2829. Okay, 28. It must be clear that it is easier to have a happy day if you prevent unhappiness from entering at all. If this takes practice, but this takes practice in the rules which will protect you from the um, ravages of fear. When this has been achieved, the sorry dream of judgment has forever been undone. But meanwhile, you have need for practicing the rules or or its undoing. Let us then consider, once again, 
the very first of decisions which we offer here. 29. We say you can begin a happy day with the determination not to make decisions by yourself. This seems to be a real decision in itself, and yet you cannot make decisions by yourself. The only question really is with what you choose to make them. That is really all. The first rule, then, is not correction, but a simple statement of a simple fact. You will not make decisions by yourself whenever you decide. For they are made with idols or with God. And you ask help of Christ or Antichrist, and which you choose will join with you and tell you what to do. Thank you, Lamar. Thank you, Diana. And Lori. Yeah, we're just back to reading normal, too. Okay. We said you can begin a happy day with the determination not to make decisions by yourself. This seems to be a real decision in itself, and yet you cannot make decisions by yourself. The only question really is with what you choose to make them. That is really all. The first rule, then, is not coercion, but a simple statement of a simple fact. You will not make decisions by yourself, whatever you decide, for they are made with idols or with God. And you ask help of Christ or Antichrist, in which you choose will join with you and tell you what to do. 30. Your day is not at random. It is set by what you choose to live it with and how you, how the friend whose counsel you have sought perceives your happiness. You always ask advice before you can decide on anything. Let this be understood, and you can see there cannot be coercion here nor grounds for opposition that you may be free. There is no freedom from what must occur, and if you think there is, you must be wrong. Thank you, Lori. And Harrison, would you read uh, 30 and 31? Yes. Your day is not at random. It is set by what you choose to live it with and how the friend whose counsel you have sought perceives your happiness. You always ask advice before you can decide on anything. Let this be understood, and you can see there cannot be coercion here, nor grounds for opposition, that you may be free. There is no freedom from what must occur. And if you think there is, you must be wrong. 31. The second rule as well is by the fact. For you and your advisor 
must agree on what you want before it can occur. It is but this agreement which permits all things to happen. Nothing can be caused without some form of union, be it with the dream of judgment or the voice for God. Decisions cause results because they are not made in isolation. They are made by you and your advisor for yourself and for the world as well. The day you want, the day you want, you offer to the world. For it will be what you have asked for and will be enforced to rule your advisor in the world. Whose kingdom is the world for you today? What kind of day will you decide to have? Thank you, Harrison. And Micah, do thirty-one, thirty-two. Okay. Um, Yvonne, would you continue with 31 and 30? Sure. And what about Jessica? Missed her. Oh, okay. Sorry. You're written on a page in the opposite order. If you want to pass. Well, I'd like to read, but I didn't want to override Jessica, but that's all. Oh, she'll have something to read here. Okay. 31 and 32. The second rule, as well, is but a fact. For you and your... I'd like to go back to the second rule, if I may, because I don't remember it offhand. The second rule is... Throughout the day, at any time you think of it and have a quiet moment for reflection, tell yourself again the kind of day you want, the feelings you would have, and the things you want to happen to you and the things you would experience. Okay, so then you say 31. Okay. The second rule as well is but a fact. For you and your advisor must agree on what you want before it can occur. It is but this agreement which permits all things to happen. Nothing can be caused without some form of union, be it with a dream of judgment or the voice for God. (laughs) decisions cause results because they are not made in heaven. Oh, Oh, sorry. Decisions cause results because they are not made in isolation, for they are made by you and your advisor for yourself and for your world as well. The day you want, you offer to the world, for it will be what you have asked for and will reinforce the rule of your advisor in the world. This kingdom is all for you today. What kind of day will you decide to have? I'm sorry. 
Should I continue? Um, yes, please do. That was just a little background. Okay. It needs but two who would have happiness this day to promise it to all the world. It needs but two to understand that they cannot decide alone to guarantee the joy they ask for will be wholly shared. For they have understood the basic law that makes decisions powerful and gives it all the effects it will ever have. It needs but two. These two are joined before there can be a decision. Let this be the one reminder that you keep in mind and you will have the day you want and give it to the world by having it yourself. For your judgment has been lifted from the world by your decision for a happy day. And as you have received, so must you give. Thank you. Thank you, Yvonne. And Jessica, would you read 32? Yes. It needs but two who would have happiness this day to promise it to all the world. It needs but two to understand that they cannot decide alone to guarantee the joy they ask for will be wholly shared. For they have understood the basic law that makes decision powerful and gives it all effects that it will ever have. It needs but two. These two are joined before there can be a decision. Let this be the one reminder that you keep in mind and you will have the day you want and give it to the world by having it yourself. Your judgment has been lifted from the world by your decision for a happy day. And as you have received, so must you give. Amen. Thank you, Jessica. Uh, And is there a new reader who would like to uh, conclude with paragraph 32 once more? Okay, I'll throw that open. Uh, would anyone like to conclude this by is, reading? This is Sandra, I can. All right, thank you, Sandra. 32. It needs but two who would have happiness this day to promise it to all the world. It needs but two to understand that they cannot decide alone to guarantee the joy they asked for will be wholly shared. For they have understood the basic law that makes decision powerful and gives it all effects that it will ever have. It needs but two. These two are joined before there can be a decision. Let this be the one reminder that you keep in mind and you will have the day you want and give it to the world by having it yourself. Your judgment has been lifted from the world by your decision for a happy day. And as you have received, so must you give.
Okay. Um, well, you called to make that offer again. Anyone else like to read 32? Over here. Okay. Um I think I think it's I'm not gonna do much of a summary, but I will read thirty two again myself. Thirty two, it needs but two who would have happiness this day he promised it to all the world. It needs but two to understand that they cannot decide alone to guarantee the joy they ask for will be wholly shared. For they have understood the basic law that makes decision powerful and gives it all effects that it will ever have. It needs but two. These two are joined before there can be a Let this be the one reminder that you keep in mind. And you will have the day you want and give it to the world by having it yourself. Your judgment has been lifted from the world by your decision for a happy day. And as you have received, so must you give. Amen. Thanks, Lord. Thanks, Lord. And, uh, yeah, I just want to emphasize a couple of points before we go to the lesson. Things that are not offset, but I think are uh, are essential. <laughs> One is this entirely emphasized sentence in the first paragraph. I don't know that there are very many of these that aren't offset. And this sentence reads, Do not fight yourself <laughs> and uh, consider I want to say consider that the, the when you catch yourself in conflict you have already chosen a guy and that that's what this is for is to choose a different guide because as row one says we make no decisions by ourselves. Do not fight yourself. And the other one is right there as well, the main instruction, I think, of how to create this happy day. But think about the kind of day you want and tell yourself there is a way in which this very day can happen just like that. Then try again to have the day you want. And if um, so, friend, uh, would you lead us now in the remembrance of our lesson for the day? Sure. Thank, Thank you. you, Lord. Hi, everybody. We are in the second part of the workbook, and the theme that we're on is. What is the last judgment? And today's lesson is lesson 314. 
I seek a future different from the past. So I shall read some from What is the Last Judgment? Christ's second coming gives the Son of God the gift to hear the voice for God proclaim that what is false is false and what is true has never changed. And this the judgment is in which perception ends. The final judgment on the world contains no condemnation for it sees the world has totally forgiven without sin and wholly purposeless. You who believe that God's last judgment would condemn the world to hell along with you, accept this holy truth. God's judgment is the gift of the correction he bestowed on all your errors, freeing you from them and all effects that ever seem to have. To fear God's saving grace is but to fear complete release from suffering, return to peace, security, and happiness, and union with your own identity. God's final judgment is as merciful as every step in his appointed plan to bless his son and call him to return to the eternal peace he shares with him. Be not afraid of love. This is God's final judgment. Quote, you are still my holy son, forever innocent, forever loving, and forever loved, as limitless as your creator, and completely changeless, and forever pure. Therefore awaken and return to me. I am your father, and you are my son. Unquote. And we'll go over to the lesson. Lesson 314, I seek a future different from the past. From new perception of the world, there comes a future very different from the past. The future now is recognized as but a suspension of the present. Past mistakes can cast no shadows on it, so that fear has lost its idols and its images, and being formless, it has no effects. Death will not claim the future now, for life is now its goal, and all the needed means are happily provided. Who can grieve or suffer when the present has been freed, extending its security and peace into a quiet future filled with hope? Father, we were mistaken in the past and choose to use the present to be free. Now do we leave the future in your hands leaving behind our past mistakes, ensure that you will keep your present promises and guide the future in their holy light. We'll take a moment and reflect on this. Lesson 314, I seek a future in, uh, different from the past.
Father, we were mistaken in the past and choose to use the present to be free. Now do we leave the future in your hands, leaving behind our past mistakes, ensure that you will keep your present promises and guide the future in their holy light. <clears throat> Lesson 314. I seek a future different from the past. Amen. 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 Thanks, friend. Yeah, thank you. Oh, thank you, friend. Thank you, too, Lemoyne. Thank you, guys. Well, <laughs> go ahead, Lori. <laughs> uh, you know what I was going to say is, is I love the sentence in this lesson that says life is now the goal and the needed means are happily provided. If there were a one-sentence summary for these 32 paragraphs, I think that's as good as any. Life is now the goal and the needed means are happily provided. And these four lessons that start off after the last judgment, I, I just love them. It takes me all the way from I judge everything as I would see, as I, I would have it be. I see everything as I would have it be. Now let a new perception come to me, and I seek a future different from the past. There, the, four, the four lessons are hand in glove with each other. And I, here's how, here's how I want to say it. These 32 paragraphs are a lovely little summary of everything we've read in this book so far. It takes me all the way from an authority problem where I judge all things as I would have them be, I see all things as I would have them be, 
to releasing my separate will and all the way to discovering that I am the will of God. Um, seven simple steps, 32 separate paragraphs. I'm thinking of, um, you remember Lesson 73, way back at the early part of the book, it was, I will there be light. And um, for the longest for the longest time, I, I made myself stop at that lesson because I felt like I couldn't honestly go on without understanding what it means to I will there be light. It, it just it felt dishonest to me to take the next step because I couldn't um, I could not understand how my will would manifest light. But here's here's the um, here's the good news in that last paragraph. It needs but two who would have happiness this day to promise it to all the world. It needs but two. I always choose the voice I would listen to. I always choose the way I would see. And when my mind is healed, and by that I mean the great good news of Lesson 74, clear at the beginning of the book you put it, there is no will but God's. My problem was I thought I had a separate will. When I released my separate will, there is light. <laughs> Miracles are seen in light, and light and strength are one. Um, and all the things that follow from understanding there is no will but God. There is no will but God. And so these 32 paragraphs, these seven simple steps, restore my true will to me. I didn't know what it was. I thought I had a separate will. I had an authority problem. And he takes me all the way from authority problem, seeing life through the eyes of my ego, with my ego or idol or antichrist as guide, all the way from that terrible authority problem that was responsible for everything I thought was wrong with me, with God, with creation, all of it attributable to that authority problem. All the way from there to understanding I am the will of God. It takes but two. Two in union. Pretty soon we're going to be in the manual for teachers and, and one of my favorites there is is how many teachers of God does it take to save the world? Just one. One totally unified who has accepted atonement for himself, who has embraced uh, seeing through the eyes of the will of God through Christ's vision by listening to one voice, takes me all the way to unity. How many teachers? Well, you know what? We need to be able to understand each other. We need to be able to see each other. We need to be able to communicate as long as we think we're in bodies. Um, it takes many of us, but we're all one. We are all one teacher of God. <laughs> all the way to, we see the dream bodies come and go, and nothing means anything because that's not where it's happening. It's happening in the kingdom within. And unity alone is not a thing of dreams. So many... Um, 
teachings in the world, in the spiritual world, say, drop the idea that you're a separate self. Well, the ego cannot, the ego cannot give itself up. It can't do that. These seven steps, these 32 paragraphs, show me that I don't even have an ego. I thought I did. I thought I had a separate will. But when I realize there is no will but God's and I am the will of God, unity is my experience. I've gone all the way from judgment, which necessitates forgiveness. Um, I've gone all the way from that authority problem to unity alone is not a thing of dreams. All the way from authority problem to one mind in seven easy steps. Grammar in in the I'm going to get done here pretty quick, but I wanted to highlight some stuff in, in principles for miracles. He says all conflict must be inter intrapersonal before it can be interpersonal. By intrapersonal, he means I've got levels in my mind that cause me a great deal of conflict. Those levels in my mind are the belief I have a separate will. When I give that up and ask for help, when I ask for the voice I really want to hear, when I ask for the guide who tells me what my will is and then does it for me, when I ask for help, I realize I was never alone. The atonement gives you God, he says. You're never alone. You're never without help, Lori. Help is always available. And if you're experiencing conflict in yourself, it's because you don't realize that help is always available. Don't listen to your judgment. Don't listen to what your ego mind tells you. Don't listen to any other voice in your mind when you hear it say, I don't know. And open that tiny place where help rushes in because that's your true will, Lori. That's what you really want. And that's what the Holy Spirit is. All your knowledge save for you that you might do your will. Seven simple steps, 32 easy paragraphs. Oh, Father, open my mind that I can realize that forgiveness is my tool when judgment has darkened my day. And judgment is not something I want because it belongs to a will that is not mine. I'm complete. Oh, thanks for that. That was great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. That was beautiful. Thank you, Lori. When I I asked you to read, I I wanted you to include Do Not Bite Yourself, that chair. That chair was about that. That's exactly what it was about, yes. That intrapersonal conflict, which I see as, as, uh, you know, this is the... another expression of resign as your own teacher because our, our teacher that we've made up that has given us our our own little world is the one that teaches 
conflict and separation. And, uh, you know, so the thing, it, it says, you know, I, I think that if we, if it says, what does it say, if you find resistance strong and dedication weak, um, it, it says you're not ready. But it, it, what it says is do not bite yourself. And I think this is an invitation to look down <clears throat> to four, where it says if you're so unwilling to receive, you cannot even let the question or conflict go. You can begin to change your mind. This. At least I can decide I do not like what I feel now. And uh, I, I don't think these steps are... <laughs> intended to be in any particular order, that they're all rules and they all apply. And that the recognition that or the, the, the feeling of conflict is, is that it is caused by us setting up our own little world and trying to defend it. And so we've set an answer in our terms. So then rule three, I have no question. I forgot die. Which is which is quite the opposite. Already having decided in response to the question born of conflict and is a quick restorative. As Lori would say, the the magic of phrase, I don't know. And clearly I'm lost at the, at the point where I'm in conflict. And so, he said, if you're not ready to just say, I, this is the kind of day I want, oh, be happy ready present the holy instant if that's not just an invitation the light that the word is that rules are definitely there to return us to uh, um, receiving Which is which is the point, I think. That I from a personal note, when I was in college that I lived in the suite and everybody had there was this thing that went around where everybody could you could recognize that most people just lived they had these little abbreviations like O L W. Everybody lived in their own little world and there was WUW, the Washington University world, you know, the world of the certain department, and and uh, but there was at least the recognition that most of the time we were all in our own little world. This wasn't. It may have been a great release for them. For me, it it uh, I didn't I didn't take it well because I didn't know how to get out of it and I looked looked in the, I think in the right direction that 
you know, in the term world, if there is a world, it is one. And what is the one world that we share? And that's not given by uh, the questions and, and struggles that arise in our own world. It's given by a different view. And that's the new that's offered here. That was great. Thanks, Lemoyne. Well, thanks, Lemoyne. Thank you, Lemoyne. This is Jessica, and I have to hop off in a few minutes, but I, I wanted to say that this reading today makes me feel, and this section of, of the course, and the course, of course, but the course, of course, <laughs> is incredibly loving and so supportive and helpful. And like every line of this reading today, I just felt like he's thought of everything, you know, every aspect of the difficulty that we have um, joining with the teacher of God, the teacher for God, to make our decisions. And, you know, it's just so, you know, don't, don't pressure yourself. You might not be ready. And then try to follow these steps and he just thought of <laughs> the, the, the exact obstacles that are there for me and probably all of us um, to help us have a happy day. And what a beautiful gift that is. And I wanted to let people know that on YouTube, there is a ACIM Rules for Decision Meditation available. And it's on the... Uh, it's on the um, I forget what that's called. It's called The Happy Learners. The person who made it is um, Shannon Williams. And it's just the, you know, there's actually, there's a decision, rules for decision recording, and then there's a quick restorative one that's shorter. I, I think the rules for decision one is 15 minutes and the other one is like five minutes or something. But I found it very helpful. Thanks, guys. I love you. Oh, uh, thanks for that, Jessica. Yeah. It'll be fun to Thank you, for. Jessica. Thank you, Jessica. You know, uh, this is Lana. Uh, Lee uh, made a beautiful recording that you can find on YouTube for Rules of uh, Decision, too. I don't know the exact address, but if you just type in ACIM Rules for decision and Lee Flynn, I'm sure it will come up. And, um, you know, he just has that gorgeous voice <laughs> and it makes the rules for decision even more uh, welcoming. <laughs> so anyhow, I thought I'd, when you shared that, Jessica, it reminded me of Lee's recording. So I'm complete. Oh, thanks for that, Lana. Yeah, fun thank to look you. It's always good to have Alternative voices saying the same beautiful things. Yeah, thank you both.
Hi, it's Lana again. You know, this morning I just caught myself, you know, um, and I just read the rules for decision. Um, and um, so I was asking, yeah, I just want, I want a peaceful day. You know, my, my earth angel is going to go to the store for me and pick up the things I need to make dinner tonight, and, and I'm just going to have a peaceful day. So well, that's the day I want. So um, I was out sitting on the porch when I was reading, and, and when I came back in and went on the computer, um, I had a message from my earth angel, Amanda, saying that she couldn't, take, couldn't go to the store for me today. It would have to come, be tomorrow. Well, there went my whole day, my whole peaceful day, and um, you know, and I just fell into it because I had decided that I needed Amanda to go to the store for me in order to have a peaceful day. So when that fell through, well, it was like for a moment, oh, there goes my peaceful day. Um, but I, you know, I um, I sprung back and I just uh, went right back into. I just want peace. I don't care how peace shows up. <laughs> you know, just let it be a peaceful day. You decide for me, Holy Spirit. You know, um, you know what uh, my perfect happiness is. And um, but it was just I just finished reading it and I fell right into the trap. So anyhow, I just thought that was kind of funny. Um, I'm complete. Oh, that was beautiful, Anna. That's uh, that's four, four through six, or uh, four through six, basically. Didn't like the way you felt after Amanda said I can't do it, and but you quickly remembered. Oh, I made my happiness dependent on external, on Amanda, and. Yes. Yeah. And then you want the you want another way to look at that. Oh, let's just get down to brass tacks here. I just want a peaceful day. <laughs> right. I don't care how that shows up. <laughs> We're such silly creatures, I'm telling you. Yeah. Um, the story again, and to get more brass tacky about this whole thing, I was looking pretty closely this morning. Well, first of all, you notice something about this this reading. Um, it says, "I forgot the question. I forgot the question. Oh, I must have asked the wrong question." I asked a question from my frame of reference. I asked a frame, I put a frame of reference about what it is I want, and so that's what I expect, and if I don't get that, 
um, I'm going to be unhappy, etc. <laughs> when I was reading it this morning, I thought, you know, he doesn't tell us what the question is. It's embedded. It's embedded in these 32 paragraphs. What is the question? The question is, I will with God, or my mind holds only thoughts I think with God, or God is but love and therefore so am I. Uh, those are the questions. Those are the questions that take my frame off my expectation. You know, you might say that step one. Step one, I will make no decisions by myself. Is um, is a reasonable expectation, a reasonable question. I will make no decisions by myself. Tells my mind. Um, gives my mind instruction. That is the question. You know, remember lesson 80, the problem and the answer are always found together. God would not give you a problem, but the, the answer is embedded in it. The problem, if there is a problem, is always a problem of judgment. And uh, the answer is always forgiveness. So the question becomes, what's the truth of this? That's always the question. What's the truth of this? Father, give me the truth. I can't know myself. I can't know alone. It's just impossible. I thought I could, and that's what made the ego. But the truth is, I can't know alone. And that's what the first step is. I will make no decisions by myself. Is an acknowledgement that, um, is there a myself? Is there an ego? Is that my guy? No. I'll make no decisions by myself. The other thing I want to say about that is remember um, that gorgeous phrase that comes up so often in the Course, purpose unifies. If I keep in mind what the purpose of everything is, my mind will fall in line with my purpose. So, in paragraph two, we're told that the problem is always going to be a thought problem. I thought wrongly. Um, and if you remember, if you remember what is forgiveness, forgiveness is a combination of, forgiveness is what I need to resolve my thought problem. I thought wrongly. Um, so forgiveness asks me to look and wait and judge not and wait for the answer. Remember? So, if I put the purpose first, I want the truth of this. My thoughts, my mind, my will, my heart will fall in line with that purpose because purpose always unifies. And when two minds share a purpose, that's the power of heaven. That's the power of love. It takes but two, you see. So anyway, when I get down to paragraphs 15 and 16 and 20 and 21 and 22, um, I especially love paragraph 21. This is the turning point. Well, 20. 20 reminds me that help is what I really want and what I'm really willing to be helped. I want help. I'm willing to be helped. Restores my mind. Puts me back in alignment. 
someone asked me one time, how do you forgive? To forgive is simply to withdraw my judgments. And in order for that to happen, I must be willing to have the truth. I must be willing to remember the question, what is the truth of this? Now I start to understand what forgiveness is. Forgiveness has nothing to do with making a problem real and then trying to erase it. Forgiveness has everything to do with not seeing the problem in the first place. And all problems are thought problems, problems of judgment. That's why forgiveness restores my will to me. I made an erroneous judgment. I am willing to be helped. I remember the question. What is the truth of this? I release my wrong answer. Uh, I don't know. I forgot. What is the truth of this? Now I've created the opening reminding my mind that help is what I want and help is what I'm going to get. I'm willing for help. I'm not going to feel coerced. Um, I have no reason to be angry because my will is now mine. My true will is coming to me. I want another way. I'm ready for help. I'm being honest about the situation. I don't know. And then I get to paragraph 24. You cannot be in conflict when you ask for what you want and see it is this for what you ask. That's the same as saying Forgiveness looks and waits, looks and waits, looks and waits, and judges not. I haven't made the problem real. I'm waiting for the answer because the question is, what is the truth of this? I forgot to quit. What is the truth? I don't know. Father, help me. Um, forgiveness, um, he says, these become rules of thought. Forgiveness becomes embedded in my experience um, over and over and over again by simply asking, remembering the question, what is the truth? I've made an erroneous judgment. I don't like how I feel. I want to be helped. I'm willing to be helped. I cannot be in conflict because now I know my will is God. I ask for the truth and... Um, realize that I cannot be in conflict. This is the healing of my mind. This is accepting the atonement for myself. This is the restoration of innocence to me. And it's the restoration of the knowledge that if I'm innocent, then all creation is innocent. And that union or unity with the mind of God is restored to me. Oh, did I have a separate will? No, not so much. Not so much because I'm willing to be helped. Forgiveness is embedded before I get a chance to make a judgment and throw myself off track. But if I do, <laughs> I forgot, well, what is the truth of this? So, anyway, it's just so elegantly simple and I do so love it. I'm complete. Oh, that was beautiful, Glory. That is the fundamental question. Yeah, that was great, Lori. Thank you so much. I love that. 
Yeah, thank you very much. Thank you so much for that, Lori. I couldn't get my phone to work there, but I did want to just thank you. Appreciated your roundup on the lesson, and I always appreciate your intake, so thank you. Or your output, I should say. <laughs> Hi, it's Len again. I, I just wanted to, um, I, I love that you called it, uh, Laurie, an elegant question. It's such an elegant question. And it's, it's um, for me, it's, uh, it's miraculous too. It's, it's like a portal. When I ask that question, it's like a portal that opens my mind. And, it's, and it is like um, an expression of willingness. It's an invitation for Holy Spirit to open my mind and to see the truth. Because at some level, I know it's there. I, I just have blocked it from my awareness. And that invitation for it to come to mind is, um, is miraculous. You know, I, I just ask that question and I go into silence and stillness. And, um, and then a healing happens um, that I can't put into words. But all of a sudden whatever was bothering me, I'm, I'm seeing it differently. I'm experiencing it differently. I see other possibilities. And um, it's, it's truly uh, magical, <laughs> miraculous, I should say. I'm complete. <laughs> Thank you, Lana. Yeah, that's, that's beautiful. Ah, thank you. Thank you. Hi, guys. Good morning. I um, really appreciated the shares this morning, listening and hearing you all. Um, Something LeMoyne said about opposition to God's will really jumped out at me in a... um, that is what the separate self is. It's um, looking outside of itself for its salvation to protect the body, protect the image, and seeking to make something more than everything. And that seeking in and of itself is the cause of the inherent qualities that I share being a, a spiritual being of God. 
qualities that like begets like, qualities like peace, like love, like happiness, like joy. And as long as I stay grounded in that sense of spiritual being, that is my ground zero. And it's only when I go seeking outside of myself that the separate self gets ideas, thinks it knows something better is going on somewhere else or with someone else that makes things special and idols, idols of things outside of my inherent my inheritance of who and what I am. That's all, folks. Thanks for being here. I love you. Oh, thanks, Judy. Thank you, Judy. Thank you, Judy. Well, this is this is mine, and there's something in the towards the very end of a course of love that describes. Um, well, it says that the, you know, what, is, you know, what what do you do when you give uh, given up all the the speaking that? Uh, pardon me. At, um, if there's a, you know, once the the seeking is done, <coughs> what's the challenge, you know? And uh, it's this thing of of striving. What is what is the Holy Spirit's purpose for that? would be to create the new beginning in the left and in the first paragraph of the chapter. And it says the way to experience this new new life is to create it. And the way to create it is to experience it. And it sounds like a conundrum or a 
paradox that might be unescapable, but here is a set of prescriptions that will serve to put you in a place, I believe. They put each of us, everyone, any who takes it on in the place to actually do it. Right? Like, start with basically do not bite yourself, but think about the kind of day you want and tell yourself there is a way this very day can happen like that. It doesn't say tell yourself you already know the way or you have to find the way. It just says there is a way. Right? Just accepting the possibility and then the first thing is today I will make no decision by myself. That's the statement of fact, basically. If if I'm making it with the ego, that's something I've made up about, you know, I'm still talking to myself. And so, it's to go within to the, to the, to the altar, right? And to, these are, what I see these, these, rule, quote-unquote rule, are, are ways to restore the inner direction that's available from, you know, Holy, Holy Spirit, Source Unity, Blessed Unity, whatever, whatever term you want to use there, that, that there, is a, there is a guide available because all beings want and you know, we are expressions of being as is every other thing. And and I believe well the physical world itself in its limited being there. Uh, that they're all just it's all an expression of being. And this is returning us to what we are first and foremost, not alone or separate or duality, but it all flows out to our being, and all being is one, so that this is a way to restore ourselves to where we do have that power to create and have direct experience of nothing more or less than a happy day. Anyway, I'm I'm complete. Oh, that was marvelous, Lloyd. Thank you for bringing in the idea of creation and the happy fields beyond forgiveness. I really appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Lloyd. Thank you. Thank you, Lemoyne. Lori, do you have uh, something to offer as a close to this call? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna just fall back on on my very most favorite today. <laughs> Reality is safe and sure and wholly kind to everyone and everything. There is no greater love than to accept this and be glad. 
for love asks only that you be happy and will give you everything that makes for happiness. You have never given any problems to the Holy Spirit. He has not solved for you, nor will you ever do so. You've never tried to solve anything yourself and been successful. Is it not time you brought these facts together and made sense of them? <laughs> Amen. Oh, thank you, Lori. <laughs> it's about oh, perfect. Thank you, thank you, everyone. We are the will of God, huh? <laughs> totally. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.